Hey, do you guys like Pointy Ball? It's If You're Listening, one person's mission to force your friend to listen to all the music he avoided in high school. I am Ramsey. I'm Heather. What's Pointy Ball? Uh, it's uh, that game where you have the ball and it's uh, the points on either end. It's another reference to Dr. Sweet Chat, the uh, small talk robot. Uh, yes, spider season is over. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ah! Oh, God. I feel like you really memorized all- all- that whole thing, which I only remember a few bits because I was truly dying. I, I kind of listened to it more times than a, per- a sane person would listen to one podcast episode. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, boy. Um, I definitely was doing at least three, but that's, <laughs> that was the extent of it. Um, well, I don't know if our guest listens to it or not, but let's find out. <laughs> Do you know what the hell we're talking about? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. All right. Well, today joining us, we have... Uh, yeah, no. Today we have... P-Ball? <laughs> no. Well, we're talking about Comedy Bang Bang, and joining us is Byron McCoy from the Bright Day Podcast. Welcome, Byron. Hi, Boils and Ghouls. It's me, your favorite horror <laughs> host. Yes, that is the only horror podcast I listen to, to be honest. Wow. Well, it's an honor to be here. Uh, Ramsey, good to meet you. Good to meet you. I know Heather, so not a big deal. Yeah. Yep. We bonded yep. over We've uh, watched all four Scream movies together. While eating one of those uh, Little Caesars pretzel crust pizzas. Oh. Mm-hmm. What a great yeah. time. How is Little Caesars pizza in 2022? Yeah. Oh, this was Well, years this was a ago. couple oh. years ago, but uh, it was not good even then. Gross. Really bad. Yeah. I was in New York City eating, <laughs> eating Little Caesars. Come on, guys. <laughs> I mean, I think the Little Caesars by my apartment that is closed now had to have been one of the last ones standing. Rest in peace. I cannot believe yeah. it. That gone too soon. But uh, yeah, we, we had a good time. That was fun. Rest in peace. Peace. Yeah. Mm, that didn't quite work the way I wanted mm. it to. <laughs> rest, in, rest in pizza. Yeah. Rest, yeah, rest in pizza. I like that. <laughs> it was right that. there and I yeah, just didn't go to, for that it. That one's better. I tried to overcomplicate. It was a little too obvious. Rest in pizza and the... Um, Someone's at my door. <laughs> Do you need to answer? No, I'm not okay. fucking doing it. I'm on this this uh, podcast <laughs> right, right you're now. Focused. Um. Anyways, it was rest in pizza, and the gravestone was shaped like was a was a pizza slice. Anyways, what a classic doorbell sound. I'm not cutting it out. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really course. classic door. Oh wait. <laughs> tell you, <laughs> tell your dog stops going crazy. Okay. Yes, this is the is this the first dog Ooh. on the podcast? It might be. I don't, I don't know. This is Oliver. He's just. I think this is the first dog on the podcast. Sweet, good boy. We've had many, many a cat, but not a dog on the pod yet. Um, that must be an East Coast thing. I'm over here, way tucked into the the mountains of Montana. Yeah. Well, we can't. We have so. small apartments. Hard to fit dogs. Um, yeah. Okay, Byron. Yes. Do you want to tell Ramsey what oh. album we're doing today? You usually make the guests drop that sort of thing. I do. I do. <laughs> oh, Ramsey. Uh, it could have been. It could have been easier if I would have known that you had already done Finch, because I thought what it what it is to burn would have been fun. But then I listened to your uh, feelings on that, and it was uh, disappointing. You hurt me, <laughs> I, and you know. Before that, I was already a bit burnt by listening to the Alien Ant Farm discussion oh. that you had. Insane take. Come on. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I agree. It's not a good album. I'll give you that. <laughs> okay. In the smooth criminal thing, we can scrap the whole thing. It's fine. It's right down the middle for me. But movies is a good song. And you guys, you, I agree that movies is a good song. You didn't give it enough credit. <laughs> the one moment right. you could have had, like, you know, it wasn't all a bust. You could have said that. Movies was great. <laughs> you could have played that two to three times on that episode. So I, I mean, just, they they would have if they they were tracking their album the way that they programmed well, the rest. Right. Of... They did what three four album or uh, music videos. Yep. So yeah, exactly. Right. I don't know. So I decided I I, I sent Heather a list of maybe maybe seven albums over the course of the week yep <laughs> and i decided i decided to be a bit of an agent of chaos oh no um, i love it this week i chose the um i don't know what what in the order of releases by this band uh, but infiltrate destroy rebuild by the band cky also known as so- camp kill yourself 
Yeah. Um, so I want to ask Ramsey if he understands at all where he may have encountered CKY so far in his life. His face says no. I have a guess. I'm not super confident. I I oh. will say when you were reading the album title, I 100% that was thought that was the band name first. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. That, that's very scary for you. <laughs> Is this Bam and Friends? Kind of. Yeah. It is kind of Bam and Friends. That's okay. as close as you're going to get. So, yes, I'll give you the point. <laughs> All right. I, I think Ramsey would know one of the songs. Uh, I bet he band. doesn't, unless it's the Jackass I'm... theme song. Well, it's close, right? Okay. Yeah. Are you going to play that one um, for me? It's not on this. It's not on this album. Is the problem. oh well? Then we have to play it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we okay. So, so here is the one you might know. Okay. Which also, I don't know if you remember this, Byron. Um, we so the first time I met Byron, we were at an American football show, oh, yeah. which is related to this podcast, obviously. <laughs> but then we were leaving the American football show in an Uber with our friends going to Greenpoint to go to another, another American, American football, football show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and a secret Vitus. after show at St. Vitus that was, I believe, put on by also friend of the show, Dan Ozzie. This came oh. up on and, our American football episode, actually. Yeah. And then after, like in the car there, we listened to the song I'm about to play you, okay. I think, multiple okay. times. Okay, that makes me feel good. <laughs> okay, okay. So this is... This really just makes me so happy. <laughs> he's, he's smirking. He's smirking. This is, uh, this is very mathy. Okay. Uh, it's kinda. not. It's not ringing a bell. Okay, so you don't picture people being pushed around in shopping carts with jack o' lanterns on their heads. I I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I, I recognize it. the words, but not in that order. I mean, you've you've recently now seen every Jackass movie, but you're mm-hmm. not as familiar with the show or the CKY videos, which spawned a lot of Jackass. I I have not seen an episode of Jackass. Mm, we still have some work to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Heather, you haven't shown me the point five movies, so. Oh yeah, that's, oh, that's true. true. That's true. Um, so. Byron, do you, do you know the history of this band? I, I mean, a little bit. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I reviewed the wiki, of course, but I do have some like some small things we could bring up for sure on the during this conversation. But uh, this this band is very Bam Margera adjacent because yeah. the drummer is Jess Margera, Bam Margera's mm, older yeah. brother. And I believe I don't know. A lot of the times they were practicing. I think it it. Uh, at the Margera residence, and where April lives. Yeah, uh, and Phil. Oh, okay. glad you know. <laughs> Ramsey. Ramsey knows things that, now. That was nice. Uh, some. Oh God, I don't even know if I should admit this on a podcast. I have Phil Phil Margera's uh, home line <laughs> in my phone. Um, what? I will not be telling you how I do okay. that. All right. Uh, but sometimes I like to call and hear him pick up, <laughs> and I, I I don't like prank call him. I don't like. But I do listen to his voice or listen to his his voicemail sometimes. <laughs> um, I shouldn't do that to him. It's bad. It just there's a part of me that really does. Just pretend it. you're a bill collector. That's it, less. That seems less somehow seems, less invasive. Well, if anyone's used actually, to being pranked, it's Bill Margera. That's <laughs> true. What I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm not punching him. I'm not digging holes in his yard for him to drive his lawnmower into. You <laughs> should you should call Tom Green's parents up too while you're at it. I mean, yeah, it's free paint his car. Yeah. So you're a Tom Green guy, but you don't do Jackass, huh? Uh, that is right around the time I got MTV. Does, is Tom okay. Green after uh, Jackass? I feel like it is. Uh, it was pre. Oh. Tom Green show was before, and then there was Andy Milnakis yeah. and Andy Dick. Yep. And Jackass. I don't and have then. an excuse then. <laughs> but to be fair, I just cannot imagine high school Ramsey being like, yes, this is what I'm going to watch. <laughs> I'm I'm so intrigued, and that's, I mean that's probably why I enjoy your program so much. But I uh, I, I want to know more about Ramsey's upbringing, but that's for another time. We're best <laughs> friends now, so I'll, I'll ask him another time. Okay. Uh, apparently, right. um, are we friends? Was that an agreement? I uh, love your beanie, and uh, I'm <laughs> super on board. Thank you. 
Okay, great. Uh, Westchester, Pennsylvania, though. I don't have much experience on the East Coast as a Montana person. I think that's what sure. really, really now we're just playing other CKY. Sorry. Yeah, get, get, get that out of here. We're not covering that <laughs> album. Not not greatest no, no. hits volume one. I was always intrigued about what was going on on the East Coast. It was it, like me growing up. Um, Thursday, like New Jersey basement shows, that kind of thing, like yeah. really gripped me, and I, uh, I didn't have those opportunities. And then I fell into the CKY stuff, and I was like, oh my god, these guys are like Philly stuff. This is all like <laughs> in the same region, and I. Um, at one point, uh, the, the the person that introduced Heather and I, I was uh, doing a photo shoot with Mitch Wojcik um, in Philly. We were, I guess, I don't know where exactly they were, north of Philly, outside. And on our day off from shooting, I drove up to Westchester, Pennsylvania, and did the whole Bam Margera tour, basically. <laughs> went to the Wawa, and I went to Castle Bam and like looked at the fence of it. I was like, I, I was a big Bam guy, and that's I, I mean, Heather, you and I, we talk Bam all the time whenever some True. sort of drama happens. But well, we act, we need to talk about his post from yesterday. But anyways, oh, I actually I don't know it. I don't know what that is, so I can't wait. But um, yeah, we'll we'll talk after. <laughs> all of all of that to say is that I've had this this kind of uh, magnetic draw towards. Not just not just the music, but the culture of that region. You know, I have pictures of me in front of Wawa's. I'm not joking. <laughs> so, I mean, Wawa is great. Yeah, Don't I get me wrong. <laughs> I love to go down for a hobby every once in a while. But this band uh, is almost like the soundtrack of everything that Bam Margera did for a very long time. This yeah. and then him, which would have been a, I've, I don't I almost want to come back in six months and do him just for fun. Oh but, my God! Woo! Uh, that would be a tough one, but uh, yeah, CKY. Um, the videos were where they were initially introduced. The um, Bamberger's yeah. early works uh, were under the CKY title. I think he put three VHSs out in skate shops. That's really where he made his big break. So, not just a band, but also a, a series, which. A lot of the stunts in the early Jackass seasons were pulled from CKY tapes and then Big Brother tapes on the West Coast. So, yeah. So that's also Ramsey for your context. Why, like, because Jackass really came from these two things. It came basically from Bam doing CKY and from Johnny Knoxville starting with like Big Brother. That's why it's also such a point of contention that Bam is not in these movies. He really obviously feels like a lot of creative ownership over the creation of Jackass. Sure. Yeah. Um, so that that's a big part of it. Um, I, I think I definitely started with CKY videos just because, like, I oh, came absolutely. up hanging out with, like, shitty skater kids. Sure. Um, sure so fact. that was definitely – absolutely. So that was definitely my introduction. Um, but as far as CKY the band goes, I quite literally only know that one song. And I swear to God, I only knew the one riff for a very long time. Because to be fair, that's the best part of the song. Uh, yeah. And, well, it's how I soundcheck with my band, hmm. of course. It's the Perfect. only song to soundcheck with. But <laughs> yeah. I – that was when I purchased this album that we're talking about today. That was the only song that I well actually knew two, and we'll talk about the second one later. But okay. uh, I knew two songs and bought this album in 2002 at a record store. You know when you used physical. to I remember those. buy a yeah. physical record and you're like uh, gambling because it costs like twenty five dollars, <laughs> yeah. and you're like maybe this so is so much good. money, so much. Um, and if I, I going back to me being an agent of chaos, I, it's fine. This is a fine yeah. album. I'll, I'll tell you this right now. I wasn't like super stoked, you, right. but um, it, it's got some some um, some hooks and some riffs and a couple ditties. But uh, Ooh. wow, certainly I not. I do too. Nothing compared to the the sonic masterpiece of '96, "Quite Bitter Beings," which is the song that we yeah. just listened okay. to. Yeah, uh, I and also oh, what was that? Oh no, I have. A list of questions, but I can I can hold off. No, I got nothing. I was just gonna I was gonna get ahead of myself because there's some drama inside of this band, almost the same as there is with uh, the current situation of Jackass. So uh, I want I do want to talk about that in a second. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think you said the answer to this question, but it went by what is what does CKY stand for? So it stands for Camp Kill Yourself. You did say that, yes. which is not not. Not the most um, acceptable <laughs> yeah. band name these days, but I guess uh, you guys recently did Every Time I Die, so uh, I don't know. That seems True. a little bit more lyrical <laughs> than, or than I don't know, Camp Kill Yourself. Yeah. A little bit. 
is uh were the old vhs's more music than stunts or the other way around it was almost entirely uh, the same thing like uh yeah everything everything they did had a soundtrack and most of, i think all of the all of the songs at least at that point were either cky or a band called narkill which is jess margera on drums with brandon de camillo doing whoa 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 <laughs> raps over it that's his, his his sound he does like weird freestyles and it was oh my god i've i'm really excited to be talking about all this stuff <laughs> i <laughs> Heather, real quick, I don't want to jump the gun, but do you know anything about the band Fuckface Unstoppable? No. Okay, we'll get into that in a bit. I have to go. Okay, great. I, I can't do this. <laughs> I, I kind of. But this is what you get when you disrespect movies, Ramsey. This is what happened. We could have been talking about the first Newfound Glory album. You would have been. Uh, I don't know. I did it to myself. You kind of did. Well, don't worry, but don't worry. You're still gonna have to talk about that because I just recently realized after Byron said this that we haven't done it yet. So oh. that'll be coming in short order. It's, you gotta do it. It's. Uh, but also, it's not on Spotify. Wild. Anyways, it's, I think um, it's a similar situation to with, with Blink 182's first album, which I believe Buddha was put out on Grilled Cheese Records, uh, which is a non-existent label, and I imagine that Newfound Glory's first album was put out on something not MCA. Who knows? Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, one um, last question before I ask to be shown this yes. album art. Uh, you mentioned uh, Jess on the Skins. Who else is in mm-hmm. this band? <laughs> okay. So there's Darren Miller and then Sig, uh, Chad I. Ginsburg, but C-I-G, uh, Sig. And the bass players never really mattered. The bass player has always kind of been a rotating member. I think the last one well, was Matt something. Is that right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, the eight right? other people in the band were all in it for like a minute, slapping, basically. Slapping the bass, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, eight, I, I, it's a it's a very volatile situation in this band, and I imagine we'll talk about that in the lulls between these sweet licks, right? <laughs> As we go from ditty to ditty, of course. Yes, yeah. I like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's good. Uh, oh my god! I would like to be shown this album art, if I may. Hmm. You 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 may. Um here you go. Oh. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> this pretty pretty, you know. Uh okay, so the color and the style of this typeface reminds me a little bit of the comic book Hellboy. I know that's ah, sure. I don't think that's what this is referenced to. Is this mm-hmm. a specific reference? Uh CKY? Or just uh, the you... the type treatment. Oh the No, this is their logo. This has always been like I think from the early days of CKY, this has always been what they what they had. And actually, at, if you go to ByronMcCoy.com, you can buy a Cry shirt. I made a parody I shirt. I own it. Of this. Do you own it? Oh, great. I do. Yeah, so a little plug, I guess. I like yeah. it. Is, uh, it. is it an uppercase R? Oh, well, yeah. And that, and when you type it out, stylize CKY's lowercase C, capital K, lowercase Y. Uh. So. Which I don't know why. It doesn't seem like, like that's <laughs> yeah. how it should be. But I mean, I will say this is an iconic logo. Like maybe not. I am a little surprised, Ramsey, that you don't recognize the logo from like someone wearing it on a shirt in high school or something, because it was definitely around for me in high school for sure. Speaking of uh, shirts, oh, uh, I picked this one up in in Philadelphia. So this is a really old, and no one oh, wow. at home can see it, I guess. But it doesn't have the logo, and Camp and Killer capitalized yeah. with yourself, except the L and F. I do love a modern day shirt with the band actually on it, though. You yeah. don't see that that much. It, they look really very don't. boy bandy, and I mean yeah. that as a compliment. I mean, a couple of hunks in there. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. It looks like they're on <laughs> yeah, like, you, you the think, mean you streets mean... affiliate appears. Yeah, it, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that's really funny. It's a little it's a little big. It's an extra large, but I think that's the only size this band uh, produces. You know, it's, like, <laughs> it's one of those Sure. You can grow into bands. it. I hope not. <laughs> really yeah, you're dope. like ideally ideally now. Um whew, should we get into this? I'd love to. Wow, good news for you, Ramsey. This is a short album. <laughs> wait, wait, what's the runtime? Is it 40? Is that what it is? 33 minutes. Hell yeah. Oh, We're going to rip right through Ramon's it. Ramon's self-titled level. We love it. All right, let's go. Um, 
Okay. Oh, I didn't actually comment. I mean, I didn't hate that first song that you played me. I will say. That's nice. Okay. I mean, I just, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this album overall either. So we'll see. I, this sounds a little proggy to me. <laughs> I mean, it is. Which is, mm-hmm. which is not my favorite, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Ramsey, are you a guitar player? Uh, I dabble, I would say. Okay. Um, when you play guitar, how many strings do you use? Um, usually all six of them. All six, huh? <laughs> Interesting. Um, Darren Miller, the guitar player of this band, he uh, only uses four strings because he finds the high strings annoying. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Does he bother to, to even string them? I have no idea. Okay. I mean, if it, he probably just tosses them aside. Yeah. He's got a big old stack of E's and It's like, and I hate G's. these strings. Trash. Yeah, just use them as floss. They're thin enough. Yeah, but that's why, you know, if you, if you listen to those sweet, sweet licks, um, it has a very, I, I think, I think that's the thing that really sets CKY apart from anyone else's. They have a very unique sound in, in with their riffing and, I guess, their harmonies are the two things that really stand out to me. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a good decision to completely remove two strings <laughs> from songwriting. But they did I think it. some people would say no. <laughs> They're pretty unapologetic about it. So, like, but power chords uh, are just those strings. Like, I think yeah, you could get by. You're just not going to get any high-pitched solos. There is no... Yeah, there's no... They're not ripping leaves. Yeah. Not in the in the traditional sense. But, uh, I yeah. Uh, I will say this is much better produced than I was expecting from a VHS uh, See, band. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's interesting. This was the first. Um, I think the they had the album that came out right at the same time Jackass broke big. So what happened is immediately they got picked up by a label. Like, I'm trying to think, Island Records, and uh, they, Sparks was on that record label. I'll just quickly drop. And who is who is that? Uh, they were they are a band uh, that never really super broke, but uh, Edgar Wright just did a documentary about them, and I got really oh. into them. Called Sparks, huh? Wait, this is really funny to me. So I'm on the Wikipedia for it. Uh-huh. First of all, this was released um, 13 days after 9-11. Oh. But uh, also... Um, Let me just do some I quick really, math. Like, uh, September 24th. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Right there. Um, this is... The studios that it's recorded in really read to me of like labels still having money yeah because yeah. as you said it's on island it was recorded in santa monica two different studios mm-hmm. a studio in philly and a studio in honolulu oh, yeah okay pretty wild yeah like four studios <laughs> like, what? and one of them's in hawaii one is on an island <laughs> like, yeah let's fly this band from philly to fucking honolulu to record this album yeah, I wonder what the what the point of that was to take boys out of their elements, you know, and be like, yeah, well, I yes. want to replicate the thing that we did on that. We're gonna go surf real quick. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. This song though, this I think this is well, one of my favorites. But Escape from Hellview, I think, I think every song on this album, Bam Margera shot a music video for. Okay, I think I have a DVD of it, but. Uh, they all look equally shitty. Um, Bam Margera is yeah. not good at filmmaking. I don't know. <laughs> and we, I guess we just rolled into Flesh Into Gear, which I believe is the lead single. But Escape from Hellview, the music video, there's a song, uh, a lyric in it, has something to do with hanging. So they thought it'd be a really fun and good idea to string up their guitar player, uh, Chad I. Ginsberg, up in a tree, but with like a, like a safety, a safety sure. apparatus around his neck. To make it look like he was hanging, uh, turns out they misjudged <gasps> it somehow. I'm and, I'm shocked by this news. Uh, yeah, I'm shocked by this um, news. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nail that. That was good. That was good. I'm, and he passed. Out. <laughs> he, <laughs> yeah. So there's a moment in the, I believe the making of of that, or they might have even thrown it in the video at that point. But uh, he he goes unconscious. Oh my and, god. My god. It's not great. Yeah. Pretty pretty bad choice. I will say, yeah, so this song was the only single off this album. I will say this really does sound like 2002 yeah. to yeah. me. Like, it does have the sound of that era. 
of what, like what, what would you kind say? of still new metally, but like not like but like more radio friendly. I don't know something and about the see. vocal too. Yeah, it's a it's a harmony situation. Yeah, the way that they they layered the vocals back then was really interesting. And um, I feel very insecure about this uh, period in music because it's it's one of my favorites. But I was like on a knife's edge of going full dirtbag, you know. <laughs> I didn't I didn't go, I didn't like go into like Chevelle. I wasn't trapped with trapped. I didn't uh, I wasn't hanging out yeah. uh, getting a job at Trust Company or anything like that. But, yeah. But like um, it was it was a real like misstep to go that way. I yeah. I was I was right there with you. I just want to say I've never heard of any of these bands. Maybe Chevelle, but I I want to give a tip of tip of my cap to the the wordplay there. <laughs> that was that was enjoyable stuff. Um I mean check out Trust Company. It's pretty fun maybe. I can assure you I won't. I know well, you won't. <laughs> I think I think maybe this came to mind because for some reason I think they came up recently on the podcast. I can't remember why, but I remember I was shook by them coming up. I feel like this band should have been on tour with Taproot. Sure, yeah, yeah. Another band of that same grouping of like what? <laughs> like, well, it's um, I had a I had a term back in the day. This CKY might might be the only band of this specific subgenre to make it big, but like genre confused punk like you yeah know, local band they have 23 songs and they play all 23 every show but they have a song called like the reggae song or something and you're like hmm. guys yeah. what are we doing like, yeah they've got something called the ska song and at yeah. some point the guitar player plays drums on one track or something like just for funsies yeah but but cky took that level of like um i don't know not unpreparedness, just like it's it's pure id songwriting, which is kind of cool. But when you're a bunch of bros hanging out in a garage, <laughs> I don't know. It is like I said on the knife's edge of of uh, dirt bag. But yeah, I mean it's also like, I mean, how old are these people actually? Oh, I mean they're a little bit older than me. I, I, uh, let's see. Let's see. Darren's forty-five. I've, okay. uh, oh yeah, okay. I've talked to him recently because I, um, my podcast Fright Day, our opening music for a very long time was uh, the Riz or I can't remember, I can't pronounce his last name the the Cannibal Holocaust theme song, and then mm. at a point I was like we should probably stop illegally using another <laughs> soundtrack as the opening. Sure, of sure, sure. So I I hired a, a guy. Um, his name was, uh, he goes by the the moniker Cemeteries. So check that out. But um, he did it like a re a re-recorded version, like a, a more modernized synth version of it. And I love it. Yeah. But I reached out to Darren Miller, the lead singer of this band, to see if he would do the same thing. And we went back and forth for a long time, but then um, kind of quit doing that, mm -hmm. which I don't know why. Sure. This has almost inspired me to reach out again, because I <laughs> imagine he's pretty pretty bored during the pandemic. It was like at the beginning. Sure. So. Uh, he's a big horror guy. I don't know if you're aware of that. Oh, that's fun. Heather, um, that's why he chose the name Camp Kill Yourself, because he's like, I want it to sound Makes like sense. an old slasher. He was obsessed yeah. with the movie Sleepaway Camp at the time, and mm. even one of their early shirts has a picture of Angela from Sleepaway Camp with the CKY logo above it. And he loved, uh, he loved that movie so much, and he loved the actress, Felissa Rose, so much that at one point he wrote her a letter professing his love, Yada yada yada. Over time, they ended up getting married. Oh and wow! They lived together in, in California, and they have a Does daughter. Does that work? I guess well, so. Those are writing letters to Paul Rudd. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. So, Carrie Fisher I mean, never wrote back. Damn, I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> but I was like, oh, yeah, Darren's a big horror guy, so he would do it. Yeah. So, wow. Well, and I don't, I don't know if you covered this already, Byron, but how did you originally get into CKY? It was a jackass thing. It was a CKY okay. skateboard video. Um, yep, okay. And then slid into jackass, and then I became that guy, you know. Everyone's yep. personality in high school of my age range was like, I'm Byron McCoy, and this is the, the poop flip or something, you know. <laughs> like, I, but, um, yeah, that, that was my first introduction. And, uh, and then was, so this is their second album. Was this where you came in or did you start with the first album? I started with the first one, but the first one is such a scattered, um, 
such a scattered album. It's called Volume One. It's a collection of like songs from goofs in the uh, the, the CKY videos. Do you also yeah. like Alien Ant Farm because they have the similar album naming mechanism? <laughs> Yeah, the, the three-word thing, and also I'm a really big fan of the reverse mohawk. You guys didn't talk much about that oh, when no, you talked about <laughs> Alien Ant Farm. The lead singer does have just a shaved stripe down the middle of its head. Um, I think I probably blocked that out because that's an insane haircut. Yeah, pretty great. to me. Yeah. Um, they came by, we, I mean, Missoula, Montana is where I live, and we get a lot of, like, B-tour, C-tour routing of, like, sure. bands of this era who come through because, you know, that's where they can make money. I saw, yeah. like, I saw like, Orgy play one time at a bar with, like, four people. <laughs> Great band that I'm sure Ramsey's a huge fan of. Um, I, Might know the cover. I, uh, I feel like you need more than four people, but go ahead. I was at a Crazy Town <laughs> show a, a couple years oh, ago. Oh, oh that's, that, sorry, that took me a minute, Ramsey, to get to your joke. Got there. <laughs> I, I might have not paid attention because I was thinking about if I'm going to... He was it, saying he it, thinks you need more than four people to have an orgy. Oh, Okay. Probably more. I don't know. Three, three's a three. Some fours of. I think four's an orgy, right? I don't know. Feel, uh, feels right. Up, feels cuspy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please don't use cuspy. It's on the in cusp this. of an orgy. All right. Um, no, it's, I, I'm a big fan of novelty concerts, and I guess now would be sure. a good time to talk about. So, uh, Crazy Town. I saw them with about 18, 18 other people. Uh, okay. We really got close. That was nice. Who's that lead singer dating now? The uh, of Crazy Town. You're the lead singer about... of Crazy Town? Yeah, I think the lead singer of Crazy Town is dating, um, what's her face? Um, Frank Zappa's daughter. Moon unit? No way. You're not talking about Shifty Shellshock, are you? I think I am. You <laughs> Shifty Shellshock? Match- I think I am. A match made in heaven. See, I almost called him Jacoby Shaddix, which is the lead singer of Papa Roach. But uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to get those two mixed up, right? I Absolutely not. I thought, I honestly I thought Papa up. Roach was the lead singer. I thought it was just a guy. It, it's oh, you thought he was a, a, a father roach i thought it was like uncle cracker like that's that's oh. uncle cracker right there okay i don't know i've been a i've been a big fan of uh of oh, his, God. i'm sorry to tangent so much we're not even talking about this amazing no, this, album this is the fun. show <laughs> that's fine. okay good uh no I, i'm a big fan i've revisited uh mid-2000s mtv on my twitch stream lately we've been watching mtv's fear i don't know if you were an mm. mtv guy did you watch that show it's like an early ghost hunting show i oh no i'm thinking of the tracy morgan prank show ah okay so there's this show mtv fear which is like an early paranormal lockdown style show okay and then there was mtv scarred which was hosted by Jacoby Shaddix, and he would uh, tell, I guess, host it and then have people almost like that show I Survived, where they talk about, like, what happened to them. But it's always focused around action sports, like people crashing BMX bikes and their oh. leg snaps and stuff like that. So I do not I, want to watch that show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's that one. And then um, what was the other thing? Um think is that is that where i was going with that was jacoby shaddix was the host of that show was the host of scarred but well this is funny because i figured out what my brain did Hmm? the lead singer of crazy town is dating punky brewster for the record whose name is soleil moon fry Fry, but my brain did moon zap that's fun so we're all all, yeah this is all a shifty shell i figured it out i figured it out Um, (laughs) i I was right but not quite right Wait, isn't Ozzy oh Osbourne God. dating Neil Armstrong? <laughs> yeah. Pretty close, pretty close. I think it counts. To be fair, how many people have Moon in their name? Two. I mean, only a handful, yeah. for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, whew, okay, that was... I'm really sorry. My brain... I went down a journey of, of mid-2000s, but... Uh... I, that's literally what this podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. be very clear. So, okay, you talked about this a little of, like, almost going down the dirtbag path, but, like, what other bands were you actually into at the same time you were listening to CKY? Oh In the year 2002. Um, post, post 9-11, but just barely. That's so <laughs> tough. Because, I mean, I, the, the really, like, pretty obvious stuff. I Like, I almost chose Nothing Gold Can Stay by Newfound Glory is one of my choices. And, well, and you did mention Thursday. Obviously, that would have been at the same time, Thursday, too. Thursday, the same. Like, yeah, I was downloading music videos off of, like, punkrockvids.com. Um, uh, I mean, probably Group X. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What? Is that a band or a? Uh, okay, sorry. This is a very specific. Do you remember I, these? I need it. Uh, if I say I can count all the way to fifty-five, does that mean anything? No, unfortunately. What? Okay, okay. This is a very. Oh, no. It's an early meme thing. Okay. Okay. Oh. Uh, uh, like the Earth is flat. Uh, yeah. This was like a, a band that did like very strange songs that were also flash animations. Okay. But I it's very like two thousand salad fingers? Like we're salad not, like, fingers. Sliding into, like, are we talking like Homestar Runner stuff? What are we doing? Not quite, but like not quite. Just before. Okay. Two thousand two I've truly derailed, I'm so sorry. No, you're okay. No. I, I'm more curious about that stuff than my embarrassing enjoyment of uh pop punk, but I, that is also the title or the, the, the meaning of this show, right? Um <laughs> Drive Through Records was my big thing. Okay. Uh, I was a huge fan of, uh, like I said, Finch, which you disrespected as well. Yep. Um, <laughs> you know you that Madman meme of uh, Ginsburg talking to Don and Draper says, "I don't think about, I don't think about you at all." Oh, I don't think about you at all. Yeah. I don't <laughs> yeah, remember Finch at all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there was one song you really, really hated. Okay. Yeah. God, I okay. Honestly, though, you telling me about that meme really stresses me out because. I think I've told you this recently, Ramsey. One of the people on my team told me I had real Don Draper, that's what the money is for energy. And you just saying that meme also is how I feel. So I think I am honestly need to reflect a little because I think I might be Don Draper as a boss. Anyways. Oh, no. <laughs> oh boy. I mean, he, very successful, right? But to be fair, that is what the money is for. That is what the money is for. <laughs> you do constantly disappear to uh, California to paint a house. So, like. I was in LA last week, so... <laughs> This, I have a question for you though. You, you're a you're a drive-through person, Heather. Um, I never yeah. got into the East Coast drive drive-through stuff other than Ooh. early November. Like I didn't like the movie life, and I didn't like Midtown. Which is okay. uh, did, did you like those? Were those your? No. Okay. Okay. Good. I'm <laughs> Actually, glad, I'm so glad it's not just me. So I never got into movie life, but I love I Am the Avalanche. So okay. Vinny's next project. Um, yeah. yeah. And then Midtown, I also never got super into. Huge um, Cobra Starship fan. But I fucking <laughs> love Cobra Starship. Of course. I, I believe this podcast is as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I was not super into those. Um, I definitely was also, for whatever reason, more into the West Coast and yeah. Florida contingent. Um, one band from Florida? <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, portion of drive-through. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, I, I mean, granted, I was into lots of East Coast bands, like you were saying, but I was into like, I was very into Saves the Day and sure. Brand New and Taking Back Sunday and like that grouping of bands. Mm-hmm. Um, just not the drive-through ones for whatever reason. Yeah. There was also a lot of fucking music, you know. Yeah, but I mean, it was it was interesting. It was Ooh, interesting. Are they doing lasers? Yeah, See, we haven't had many lasers. You don't, have two, you don't have two high strings. <laughs> yeah, lasers. you have to. You have to add lasers. Yeah. I think it was I'm a. Trying to figure, I'm the, trying to listen to what part of the song we were at. What it was like a, on, a synthy effect going on, but yeah. But it literally or sounded like a. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm glad we didn't rush too far. I, I fell into mm-hmm. my into my <laughs> haze. Um, no, I just, uh, there was, there was a hand, I was all the pop punk stuff, but I don't know how I found most of it, you know, cause I was pretty insulated being in Missoula, Montana my whole life. Like, I mean, even, even for me too, though, cause I'm from upstate New York, sure. like similarly, like I, I lived f- like four hours from the city. So mm-hmm. it was like, I would have to catch a tour in Albany, Syracuse, a bit Rochester, Buffalo, anything off a of 90, uh, basically. <laughs> See, we're on 92, um, but the other side. Oh, God, oh, so wow. far, so far. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I, I did not realize I went that far. That's fascinating. About as someone who has driven cross-country, that is brutal. Um, That's a long drive. Um, But, yeah, so we have a similar thing. And it, I definitely did hear about some of the bands from touring with other bands, mm-hmm. but... um. I don't even know. I, I agree. I don't know how I found out a lot, a lot of bands. Like, I would go to the record store and be like, what's in this section? Yeah. Um, My thing was um, Rolling Stone magazine. I had a subscription to that, and I was a huge Blink-182 fan. That was my first, like, big, yeah, big same. thing. Like, the uh, seventh grade, obsessed with Blink-182. I had, uh, like, six Blink-182 posters on my walls, which made my dad very uncomfortable at the time. 
because you know <laughs> back then it was their it was their I only wear boxer shorts at most phase. So it's uh, okay. My my ha- my hamsters were named after Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, so that's nice. I had a Blink One Eighty Two blanket. I woke up every morning to a, a timer on my <laughs> TV that played uh, it played a music video like early Whoa. days. Yeah. Wow. Like, like, I was a huge fan. I don't even know how to do that now in twenty twenty two. It took it took some figuring out, but um, real so I, very I, quick. I really like Saved by the Bell at a certain point, and yeah. the only poster I could oh, find same. was of a shirtless Slater and Zach. And was he I still... sitting, sitting on? <laughs> I, you know, you know, it doesn't it's, matter. Yeah, back I didn't. Then. I, I didn't think anything. Like, these are my dudes. I like, like these guys. They're funny. Yeah. Wait, I also this is news to me that you were very into Saves the Day or Saves <laughs> not Saves the Day, Saved by the Had Bell. I think you just heard me. <laughs> I also love Saved by the Bell. Well, I mean, duh. Yeah, I love TBS. Of course I did. Oh, of course. Oh. That's but, like, who was your favorite character? Uh, Are you a Slater guy? No, it was, de- it was definitely Zach. Zach was cool. Yeah. He could yeah. freeze time and look at yeah. the camera. Had a cell phone. Had a always cell phone. breaking walls. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he didn't take anything from that Mr. Building. Of course not. That guy's a jerk. Yeah. I had the DVDs at one point in college, and so I, w- I watched a lot of Saved by the Bell in college. But uh, it wasn't the college years. You were watching the original. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, no. But the in, college years of Saved by the Bell are some of the most unhinged. It's real bad, and I'm sure it's darker than we think. Uh, yeah. I, um, Rolling Stone magazine, though, would have interviews yeah. with, with Mark Hoppus, and that's how I found uh, yeah. Jimmy Eat World, because one of the Jimmy Eat World songs was like the first dance at when Mark got married to his wife. Oh, wow. So I was like, I was like oh, this is cool. I, I've never heard of this band. Yeah. And, that's when I bought Clarity, which is the album before yep. everyone enjoyed them. <laughs> but I, yeah. I I didn't know anything about this other than he mentioned Jimmy Eat World and this song in Rolling Stone magazine. So I blindly bought what that song? album. Goodbye Sky Harbor. It, it must have been. Like, right? <laughs> like, I don't know. A, Could a, be just long and slow song. Wait, is, just watch the fireworks on that one? Uh, I think that was, was that a Bleed American track? Is, I don't know. I don't know. But um, it was a similar situation when I saw that Blink-182 was touring with Newfound Glory. And I was like, I've never heard of those guys. And I looked them up. Yeah. So that was that was how Byron's rural mind worked back then. I was like, anything Blink-182 touches, I want to know what it is. So it was the same when, when I think Mark Hoppus produced the first album from Phoenix TX, which is a pretty oh, un- yeah. underrated drive through records band, which... Uh, in that was another one I considered for this episode, but uh, it has some kind of uh, the the lyrical content of that album hasn't aged very well, mm. which sure. I think that that happens there's a lot a, with pop there's punk some and, of those yeah yep. sure does. But I was like, I don't want to bring that. I want to bring this weird dirtbag band CKY <laughs> to the table. Love that. Uh, this yeah, I mean this song here sounds uh-huh. is a very different tone than what we've heard so far it is yeah, it's kind of disco-y which is yeah. an interesting element that that i think chess brings too he doesn't play drums traditionally he does a lot of like uh like uh, what is it, one three like off off beat uh hi-hat snare patterns which is very strange like he's not like technically a good drummer in my opinion <laughs> but he's really tight like he he knows his limits which is kind of interesting this sounds like uh 96 bitters light it, it does, and if you listen real close, you'll hear a, an interesting effect that they do. They do a reverse snare, which I imagine they got the inspiration Ooh. from that, from a, a sunset in Honolulu or something. I don't know, <laughs> yeah. like really weird production stuff, but it's kind of cool. weird. Uh, yeah, this Jess, though, I guess while we're on the, the topic of Jess Margera, um, he was the drummer of Bam Margera's band. <laughs> which I happened to see maybe over 10 years ago at this point, a band called Fuckface Unstoppable. Oh, right, yes. Which their lead single was um, Bend My Dick Around the Back of My Ass, and then in parenthesis, it was So I Can Fuck Myself. God damn uh-huh. it. Bam. Pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah, pretty, cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool, yeah, yeah for sure. And it's, um, I guess, even further... Uh, genre confusion in this project project it was like some rap some uh heavy stuff but uh a hundred percent awful and when i saw them play it was a similar situation to when i witnessed crazy town i didn't say crazy town it was crazy town x because legally shifty shellshock can't tour since the band broke up without adding an x at the end of his 
Okay. But similar turnout, maybe maybe a little more, maybe 30, 40 people packed into a basement venue in the middle of winter in Montana. Horrible show. Um, (laughs) His his wife showed her boobs. Um, He was with Brandon Novak, who is in the throes of his addiction. Now he's doing Mm. great. I don't know. Heather, do you know much about Brandon Novak? Like, not by name only. So he's Bam Margera's best friend. Throughout the the CKY and in, into mid Jackass, he was present, but he was a struggling heroin addict, and he's been yeah. sober for uh, probably ten years at this point. He mm. runs like a special like a house for like a sober house. Uh, he's mm-hmm. he's very very vocal about his um, participation within the program, and I think that that's incredible. I saw him at his worst. I saw his penis probably tucked between his legs, almost doing the Silence of the Lambs thing a whole bunch on stage. Uh, It was a mess, a disaster of a show. (laughs) But it was so cold outside, and there were so few people there that they decided to let everyone stay after the show to attend the meet and greet with Bam Margera, which was just like 12 awkward dirtbags standing around him. He's like... (laughs) So what's everyone waiting for? <laughs> He's like yeah. wasted, and um, he stapled some guy's balls with a staple gun or something. I don't know. It was one of the saddest nights of my life. I have never Ugh. been so low watching someone like that because <laughs> as a teen, I looked up to this guy. But yeah. I don't know, man. It's kind of a reflection of what has become Bam Margera now, though. It's like the beginning beginnings of that. Like, right. obviously, I don't know if this isn't a pop culture program, not in that direction, but Bam Margera's fallen apart. Yep. He was removed from the cast of the Jackass Forever film because he took a loose Adderall, uh, which is bad. <laughs> Shouldn't have done yeah. that if he signed a sobriety clause. And I, yep. But, um, yeah, it's just... Uh, there's a darkness in this band, but the the nice thing is that Jess is a, a real family man, the drummer of CKY. He's got a couple kids, and I almost felt like when I saw him drumming in Fuckface Unstoppable, it was almost like he was taking care of his brother, and mm. I really did it, enjoy that seeing that. That makes sense. It was very wholesome, and I'm sure that April and Phil uh, thought very highly of, of having at least someone there to make sure that he got on a van and didn't freeze in the alley of Montana. Right. Yeah. Fair. So, um, you, you mentioned yeah. that there was some drama in CKY as well. Yeah. Um, there was a point. I can't believe it was after maybe two albums after this. They uh, they continued to kind of struggle. This this mainstream release. I don't know how well it did, but it did it did fine. I just think that I think they fell victim, like you said, Heather. There was a, a period of time where there was money in the music industry but Mm. at the same time (laughs) clearly at the same time i think that there was more control desired control over artists at that period they wanted to shape things and make them more mainstream like and i think that this well they had to recoup that money yeah but (laughs) yeah there's a responsibility i guess in that in that sense but i think that cky fell victim to expectation um maybe Mm -hmm. maybe it was a little misguided uh because I think that what really brought people to them was the rawness of what they were doing. But um, what happened? It was it was something like hmm, I know it was between Derek and Chad, and I don't know what what period of time it was. But Darren Miller and Chad Ginsburg got in a fight, and Darren ended up leaving the band because they couldn't work together. But sure. the day, Classic. Or, or like the same week after he left the band, or he thought the band broke up, they announced a show at a festival, which, <laughs> which he was like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, thought we didn't have a band anymore. It's kind of like the, kind of, it felt a little bit like the Every Time I Die situation. I don't know if you've been following that. Yes, I yes, like I have. No. A lot of... <laughs> No? <laughs> Has that been a topic on the show? I mean, I'm familiar Sorry, with... Ramsey, you're not keeping up with the news about a hardcore band from Buffalo? No oh, one. Come on. But, uh, so, at that point, it was determined that the guitar player, uh, Chad I. Ginsburg, Sig, Sid, was to take over the roles of lead singer as well. Got uh, it. Without communicating that with anyone. Ooh. Sure. And, and he is, I believe, to this day, hold tight. It's about to happen. What's happening here? Listen. That's pretty good. All right. That's pretty, good. That's pretty sick. That's like some <laughs> Rush stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm telling you, this album is Lasers? significantly more prog Lasers? than I expected. Yeah, fewer drums. But, yeah, less drums. But uh, so to, at, at this point, I believe that Sid's well, Chad is still the singer of CKY. He also did a side project solo album thing called Sig, mm-hmm. but I don't think okay. that did very well. And at that point, Darren started a new band called World Under Blood. Okay. Which I don't know much about, but... Or Wub. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> w, lowercase w, capital U, lowercase b. <laughs> uh, he started a new band uh, recently called 96 Bitter Beings. Okay. Oh, I understand okay. what's happening. Yeah, yeah. I think, and that is maybe his uh, clapback at the popularity of the Seeking okay. song. Uh, because I think when it all boils down, I think that Darren Miller might be CKY. Like his his okay. guitar style and the songwriting was the thing that made them sound the way they did. So, and do you think that is the opinion of most fans? I would think so, but I think a lot of people fall into the Sig camp, the the Chad Osbourne okay. camp, because he's uh, undeniably cooler. He's like a leather mm. jacket wearing, does like fun guitar tricks. Default cool. His, Default his name is Sig. Jacket. Yeah, he's yeah. sick. Like, he's he's like your your cool side man, and you know sometimes <laughs> yeah. those guys get a lot more credit than they deserve. Like, my my philosophy when as a as a musician was always to like the show is number one, the music's number two live, which was kind of a shitty dumb way to look at it. But I used to tour basement shows where like you, I was the singer of a, a screamo band in the late two thousands. And uh, a lot of the basement shows we play, the sound system was awful. So I was like, well, fuck it. Like, <laughs> of course. They're not going to hear what I'm saying anyway. So put on a show. Like, climb shit. Throw hmm. my mic around. Do the Lazara stuff. Like, and, <laughs> Yes. And I think that Sig, in a way, I think he's still a talented guitar player, but he kind of had that same attitude of putting on a show was number one. So uh, I think people fall into Sig camp sometimes. And Darren is kind of an ornery guy in his personality. And I believe he's also cool quite a bit more reclusive than mm. a lot of people. Mm. So it's tough. It's hard out there for a, a Darren Miller, for a 96 bitter being. But um, <laughs> is this is this Darren I'm hearing singing? I lost the thread singing. on who's the lead. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So Darren's a singer, Sig's the sideman. But well, and Sig we, is singing we, all of these songs. So. Right. <laughs> Which is interesting. It is. But, well, something we talk about a lot. This is the closer. This really feels like a closer to me. Yeah. Is this close yet far? Okay. So yeah. this is interesting. It's, um, I, I heard this song before it came out as Close It Far with completely different lyrics by downloading a song called Fairman's Song on, like, LimeWire before the song oh, yeah. came out. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. The era of mislabeled yeah. songs. Well, That's was... how I found out about Brand New. Oh, really? What was, what was it titled mm-hmm. as? Like, Blink-22 or something? Well, my best friend's sister really loved Jude Law and was trying to find things for, of Jude Law, and she found Jude Law in a Semester, semester Abroad, abroad the course. Brand New song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess that wasn't mislabeled. She just didn't know what it was. It was a so. misunderstanding. Do you yes. do you know the band? Yeah, um, Agent Felix. Have you ever heard of that band? No. This might be like someone at home's ears just perked up uh, because <laughs> it was a Napster band that. Okay. Like early in the day, they they titled like they they said it was Blink One Eight Two. They would just like put up oh, upload this band as Blink One Eight Two. That's funny. And it was a band called Agent Felix, and their whole album, I think it was called When Pigs Fly or something, was. Um, uploaded as a Blink-22 album. So that's, that's really how funny. they got there. That's I'd smart. Love to, I think I talked to one of those guys on Twitter one day because I was like, "You are you aware of this? Because like, <laughs> there's a small cult following about this band that got mislabeled as Blink-22. But now I'm... What, I mean, were they aware? Uh, yes. Yeah, they okay. were. But it's like one of those things that um, I'd love to do like a micro documentary about. You know? Yeah. Like, it would be a really interesting story. I'm sad that this is over now. I'm not, <laughs> I, I, I didn't even get to talk about, like, uh, well, it's pretty un- irrelevant. Um, Have they played the 96 people song again? Turn it on. Keep it going. One more <laughs> time, guys. Um, no, um, Bam Margera's Sirius XM radio <laughs> show, thank you, was... Um, he, wait, I'm sorry. He has a radio show? He did. It was called Radio Bam. Why? And it, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know when it ended, but um, he recorded out of his home in Westchester 
it was always a fucking disaster because he was wasted and his yeah. friends were all drug dealers or not dealers doers everyone was doers like, <laughs> drug doers struggling um sig, sig was a, a frequent guest and he was frequently the only anchored person on there like they could like handle God. himself but it was um he was re-listening to old episodes of radio bam that was the first podcast, quote unquote, that I listened to. Hmm. So Bam Margera's um, Radio Bam was the thing that got me into podcasts, which was the thing that uh, turned me into a podcaster. So it's it's weird weird time. Mine was Bill Simmons. That's why this is a this that's why this is a ringer recap podcast <laughs> over here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Oh wait, I lost the thread. Oh, I had a question for Ramsey because so Ra- as Ramsey never watched Jackass before. I made him basically mm-hmm. correct. Um, but I'm curious, Ramsey, what your opinion is on Bam? Because I feel like I may have tainted it because I am a Johnny Knoxville person. Oh, you're West Coast, huh? Big Brother over here. Yeah, because because I watched these so far apart. Like I I was aware of who Johnny Knoxville was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cultural icon. Yeah, and yes. so like I went in knowing him. Uh, and also I worked at a library when I think the first Jackass movie came out and the uh, head librarian was scandalized by the Rolling Stone cover of him in underwear being shot with a... Uh, so hot. So hot. <laughs> she thought it was por- pornographic. Uh, almost refused taste. to put it out. Yes. Um, so, like, because, like, Heather, we've watched these four movies together and that's kind of the sum total of yeah. my Jackass experience, but it's been across what, five years or so? Yeah. So, to me, it was Johnny Knoxville and a bunch of guys. And <laughs> Johnny I guess and the I, boys. I knew Steve-O because the tattoo on his back was somehow made it sure. for me. Yeah. Uh, um, but beyond that, yeah, like, I, they, they're all just kind of one guy to me. <laughs> Fair enough. I need you to watch the CKY videos now. That's your new assignment. We'll add it because... I think that there's there's a... We'll add it to the queue. I don't know. I don't know the level of mischief that those Hmm. boys get into. It's a little bit different and a little bit more juvenile, I think, than what was going on in the West Coast. Which makes perfect sense also. Yeah. So I'd be curious to know. I'd be curious to know. You know... um, but I think the other thing, though, too, about... Well, now we're just getting into my opinions on Jackass. But I think the other <laughs> reason, too, that happen. I, like... I, I know, am more of a Johnny Knoxville person, though, is because my favorite sketches, bits, whatever, pranks, are the ones where they're just being pals and fucking with each other. Hanging Those out. are my favorite ones. Like, uh, Valentine's Punch and the High Five. Those are, like, my two of my all-time favorites. Because they're just fucking... like. Who is it that ca- is carrying the soup with the high five? Like, how did how did they get him to carry soup? Like, what is wrong with you? What, you're on the set of Jackass. Why are you carrying soup anywhere? Yeah, never, <laughs> never touch any sort of liquid. Come on, guys. <laughs> ah, I love it. Well, I honestly have got to say, best episode that was better ever? than I. That was better than I expected. Oh, I, I know thought... we really did not actively listen to the music, but I feel like usually when it's. If it was as bad as I was expecting it to be, yeah. I would have pulled out and been like, we need to address this. <laughs> oh, sure. I, it's an interesting oh. album. No, you go, Ramsey. Oh, no, no. I'm so sorry. I, I didn't mean to step on that. Uh, well, I accept your apology. <laughs> You're forgiven. I 100% thought, just based on like knowing that this was like tape trading and like yeah. the secret underground thing, I thought this was going to sound like uh, Cap and Jazz. I, oh. oh boy! <laughs> and the fact that this was this was way better than I thought it was going to be. I wow, wow! I actually enjoyed. Did this. it, folks? I made CKY good. Yeah, huh? this. Uh, the, you made it good by it not being cap and jazz for Ramsey. Well, apparently, the no the the proggy elements, the unique drumming. This is kind of an outlier in this time period. I I actually enjoyed this, and I'm curious to hear more. Do you like Prague, Ramsey? I, when you you throw me into a pool of uh, music I don't like, every other genre sounds great. So I, I like the variety. <laughs> You're like I'd rather listen to Rush than listen 
I ain't mad at Rush. To another, to another whiny emo band. <laughs> it, it, it's certainly more interesting uh, musically than a lot of... I mean, if we listened to that Newfound Glory album, the first one, it would have just been like power chords, like, right. like really poorly recorded. Like, Well, don't worry, because we're gonna. <laughs> well, of course. That's gonna happen. That will happen, Ramsey. I will I'm worry. Sorry. Yeah, you will lose sleep over this but um i'm glad that this was a treat for you because it's it's an interesting it was an interesting era and it's an interesting subgenre because it's really just i don't even know i don't know how you would describe this did you ever get they, to they see it... this band in its usual form original form they, original no, flavor just, just fuck face unstoppable which i had jess on drums and then i believe uh Matt, Matt, Matty J was his name of the bass player, and he played bass in this as well. So. From ICP, yeah, of course. Uh, uh, not violent, but uh, <laughs> mischievous J. Um, I don't know. I, I wish I would have, uh, but yeah, like I said, they had just so much. Um, something wasn't meant to be about CKY. I think the MTV hype really did shake them up and put a lot of undue pressure on them as a band and uh not everyone's made for this for the spotlight you know and all roth like you even look at the original cky crew like you're talking about the big brother crew heather as as your thing um the cky crew i think was like of course there's ryan dunn brandon DiCamillo, and maybe three or four other people when you watch jackass forever uh who who's left from that i don't think anyone um, oh, Rab himself, so sad. you, 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 you <laughs> so know Rab sad. himself. Like, yeah, he was a camera guy on Jackass Forever. He didn't participate in any stunts because he restarted I mean, his entire fair. career. <laughs> like, it's it's um it's kind of uh it's dark because MTV capitalized yeah. on a genuine group of guys who had a unique friendship. Yep, and it wasn't really meant to be. Um, something that was turned into what it was. Like, there, Johnny Knoxville is an entertainer. Yeah, Bam Mar- and so he was the one who was built for it. Yeah, and, <laughs> and Bam Margera was a skateboarder, and he hardly fucking can handle himself. The other guys are yeah. literally people who live in the suburbs of Pennsylvania, and to this day yeah. they do. Like, Ray Yon is a professor. He's a scientist. Uh, oh, well, the I guy who, for them. yeah, and and I know Brandon DiCamillo. He left halfway through um, Viva La Bam because he said mm-hmm. he didn't want to make MTV executives more money, and hmm. fair, fair as well. So the East yeah. Coast was Viva La Bam CKY, just more jackass. It was stuff, it was the CKY crew, but it was like um, yeah, and there was more lifestyle stuff it in it too, story just based. like them. Yeah. Yeah. Episodes had arcs. They're like, today we're going to make a treasure ship or something. And like, yeah. What did they, they they did goofy stuff. They, they built a a casino, a treehouse casino in an episode. It was a little more like, um, I don't know if you've seen it, like Rob Deirdre, like fantasy factories type stuff. You might know Rob Deirdrick from Jackass Forever, Ramsey. He wasn't that. Is this, he wasn't that. Is this Big and Rob? Like Rob from that? Yeah. 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 From ridiculousness. Yes. Oh, yeah. the only show on MTV? Yeah, the ridiculous exactly. Network, of course. But but ridiculousness <laughs> is like Rob's like fourth MTV show. But he's he's a professional skateboarder, in case you didn't know that. Right. Yeah. But yeah, he had a show called like Fantasy Factory where it's like a skateboard fantasy factory where they did shit like that but i would say viva la bam is probably the precursor to fantasy factory they're all produced stories and that's why i don't think it was necessarily like that was just them even more desperately trying to to make it work and it didn't you know yeah yeah existential right now this is it's true it's really like it's true for such a fun dumb thing like I, i feel like these guys especially got eaten up by the system and their own yeah. popularity. So so I was trying to figure out what other albums came out this day because I was like, I'm just curious. I don't know how I've never done this before on the show. Oh. Yeah, on September 24th, 2002. There wasn't anything super duper notable of, on that day, but I feel like I have a couple that kind of give you a better picture of what that that exact era was like. Yeah. Beck, Sea Change, Iron and Wine, The Creek Drink, The Cradle of Montreal. I don't know how to say the name of this album. It was that 
the stroke someday was the day before she weirdly does. coming out a day early Real but quick, yeah that, that's the article i'm reading on mtv.com it says jackass band cky hang guitarist denounced yeah. hives and strokes which is yeah exactly like, oh, it man. was that era it was the the band yeah. era which is i guess at yes. the same time some 41 was making oh, wow. making waves as well but it came out the week after not a surf let go which i left that album oh, wow. anyways um I mean, that's mtvu <laughs> bullshit i was too busy <laughs> Kicking my friends in the nuts. Yeah. I mean, I was doing a little both. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Um, I mean, net-net, I think this was a win for you, Byron. Wow. Does that mean you'll have me back in six months to talk about a real album? Or am I going to come back and... Wait, what? Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, I'm being kicked off the show, and I'm suing for control. Uh, <laughs> so you may have a okay. permanent spot in the meantime. It's good to know. I am working on a new podcast for our network. I'll talk about it later. Well, this is well, this is a perfect time to go into plugs. Then, Byron, Ooh, come on, look at that. you did it, professional. Wow, look at that. Well, Where can people find you online if they are so inclined? So many, too many places. Too many yeah, places. Yeah, that is true. A lot of places. Uh, ByronMcCoy.com. I'm Byron mm-hmm. McCoy on all social media. Frightday.com is my website. It's also my podcast. If you're looking for horror news and reviews, trailers, you go to Frightday.com. But that's also the place where my podcast is. And you know how people read Wikipedia's of horror paid of uh, movies and yeah, don't go see the movie. That's what thing. I do with. That's what I do with your podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's nice to yeah. know. I mean, I. I that's a, I don't want to get into it, but um, Friday is not a scary podcast. We're, no, <laughs> we're we're a podcast that talks about horror movies and high strangeness, uh, monsters, cryptids, UFOs. Uh, I talk a lot and about an occasional serial, serial killer. Yeah, I really yeah. fuck my life up by spending mm-hmm. six months learning about total monsters. Uh, last yeah. one, I cracked a tooth because I was so upset. Um, but you've yeah, got to get a mouth guard like like everyone else on this podcast. I really do. I am a bit like dangerous. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Friday, check it out. It's if you, if you like spooky things, but you don't like spooky people, check out yeah. Friday. Um, I, I think that's a good description. Yeah. I have a podcast network called Audio Wool, which I have a, a couple other podcasts on. Um, the Kent Beagle Mind Summit. Uh, Good at Parties with Ross Kimball and Most Wonderful Pod of the Year, uh, which is a Christmas uh, film review uh, program. But uh, all year, Christmas all year, it's not all year. They do, they do Christmas season and then we do Christmas in July. So we're kind I of love in the it. middle. That's window. fun. So check That's that out. That's fun. Um, but yeah, I guess I've got to pitch my new show with uh, Heather probably um, called I One Hit Wonder, which is me talking about bands from the years between 2000 and 2006. But like one hit wonders like Treble Charger or uh, Len. We could get deep into Len oh, talk. Be steal my Len. sunshine, baby. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> oh, good. Well, then you're the new host yeah. of that as well. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> lots of stuff. Uh, Byron McCoy, Fright Day. That's, uh, that's pretty much it. Also, ByronMcCoy.com. I sell I sell T-shirts. I sell very clothing. comfy T-shirts. Yeah. Check uh, it out. If you do an episode on fastballs, the way I would love to be there. There we go. See, mm. yeah, you you're you're on the pulse. You're you're an <laughs> yeah. I, I one hit wonder uh, dream guest, and we'll have a lot of fun wow. doing that. Nothing I love more than a high school one hit wonder. Of course, um, Heather. How about you? Ram- oh, you can find me at Heather Shea, S-H-A-E. Um, I also just realized last week that when people follow me on Twitter, there's a separate area that there's a queue. So I just fixed that and uh, added a lot of people. Uh, don't know how long that was happening. Um, fixed it. Um, so now you can actually follow me and I know how to allow it. Everybody, uh, everybody was just, they had to pass the test and they made it. We're sitting out the test of Heather learning how to use the internet. <laughs> a digital Saint Vitus. That's right. At three in the morning. Yeah, it was huh? bad. Yeah, it was right. bad. No, but we we well we are VIP. That's fine. Uh, Ramsey, how about you? Uh, you can find me at Ramsey E S S. But the best place to find me is at patreoncom slash If you're listening yeah. for bonus episodes, exclusive merch, and polls where you get to force me to listen to stuff. <laughs> Like Alien Ant Farm. Yes. You mean, mean listeners. Oh, I'm going yep. to taint the polls. I've got so many great ideas for you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, I think that's it. I think we did it. I think we did. Great. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, guys.
<laughs> is this the outro music? It is now. <laughs> <laughs>